The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to HubSpot Podcast Network Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to learn about marketing from one of the leaders of the marketing team at one of the world's most important marketing companies. With us today is Kieran Flanagan, who is the Senior Vice President of Marketing at HubSpot, a leading growth platform comprised of a marketing hub, sales hub, and service hub, and a powerful free CRM that enables marketers to grow better. This podcast is also a member of the HubSpot Podcast Network, which we're going to discuss today, which makes them the presenting sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. And prior to working at HubSpot, Kieran held a variety of marketing and engineering roles at Marketo, Salesforce, and Sun Microsystems. So he's got a great grasp of not only marketing, content marketing. He's going to talk us through a little bit about HubSpot and their marketing and content plan. All right. So here's the first installment of HubSpot Podcast Network Week, where Kieran and I discuss HubSpot's marketing strategies. Kieran, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me on. Great to be on one of our podcast network shows. It's wonderful to have you back on the show. You were a guest on the MarTech Podcast probably two years ago. And I was like, oh, great. One of the guys from HubSpot. That's a company I really respect and like. It's really exciting. We'd had Scott Brinker on the show, sort of the creator of the MarTech industry. Little did I know that a couple of years later, HubSpot would be creating a podcast network. We'd be a member of the podcast network and you would be the SVP of marketing. So <laughs> I feel like, hey, congratulations are in order. The big promotion to the senior vice president of marketing at HubSpot. And thank you, thank you, thank you for including us in all the work that you're doing with the podcast network. Yeah, things going in the right direction for both of us. But you have a phenomenal podcast. I enjoyed my time when I was on as a guest. And I think we're thankful for you for being part of it. I know our audience will appreciate it and got a lot of value from your content. I appreciate the kind words. And so let's dive in here. We're calling this HubSpot Podcast Network Week. But I think to set the stage and talk about why HubSpot's creating a podcast network, what it is, sort of the rationale behind it, we have to talk more broadly about what HubSpot is and how you market your products and services. So let's just start at the top there. The people that are listening to this podcast are most likely going to be very familiar with HubSpot, but give us your definition of what HubSpot is, who its customers are, and then let's talk about how you're trying to reach them. 
Yeah, I think HubSpot really is the kind of CRM for scaling companies. That's how we think of ourselves. And that really is anywhere from small to medium to large companies. I think over the last couple of years, our platform has become a lot more sophisticated. We see a lot more large companies adopt HubSpot. And we kind of have the full gamut of front office tools companies need to grow, whether that's marketing tools, sales tools, customer success tools, and then this kind of really amazing CRM platform. And the thing that separates us from most companies is we've built that entire platform organically. It's not cobbled together. It's crafted as an organic platform and it all kind of works together in a coherent way. That's kind of the best high level description of HubSpot. And I think that the thing that sticks out to me of the differentiators, look, we talked to a lot of CRM platforms here, customer service tools, obviously a ton of marketing automation, website builders. There's sort of these various niches within the MarTech community, and they a lot of times are siloed into different teams. The CRM is the sales team's tool. And now that's sort of being integrated into marketing. And, you know, the CDP is where we collect all of our data and the marketing automation is the tool that we do our outreach. And HubSpot kind of serves as the central hub, the brain for all of these systems. So all of these teams can use them. So when you're thinking about marketing and your core customers, you sort of outlined HubSpot thinks of itself as the way to scale a business. And you start small and you can get all the way to the enterprise or you're just working with enterprise clients. But do you think of your customers in a verticalized fashion? Do you target marketers? Do you target sales? Do you target you know, customer success? Or do you really just think about it in terms of business size and the problems they're trying to solve? We do at business size and vertical. So we started as a company offering marketing tools. We launched a CRM, then we launched sales tools, customer success tools. So if we inherently did market to marketer, we market to salespeople, customer success People, so you can start on our platform, whether you're a marketer and you want a free tool, you can start there. Where you, If you're a marketer and you want a full marketing automation platform, you can start there. Similar in terms of sales and customer success, you can kind of start in any of those verticals of our platform, start for free and then upgrade to paid versions of those products. But we also kind of just market to businesses. I feel like we're trying to be the platform for this new generation of companies who are growing and scaling. And HubSpot can give you part of what you need, whether that's the marketing part, the sales part, the customer success part, the CRM, or we can provide you, as you said, the kind of brain for your business to be able to scale in that way. And I really like your description because one of the advantages from HubSpot, and I'm biased because I work in HubSpot, but I've worked in other tech companies and used a lot of tech, is that HubSpot actually fosters good team design and good collaboration because everyone is using the same product. Like everything lives in the same place and people are using the same tool. To your point, in a lot of companies, the marketing team, the sales team, the customer success team, they're all using their own tools. And then you have to try to plug them all together in a very cobbled fashion. I think HubSpot has kind of taken the hard road to build that organically and that platform organically. But I think the advantages of that are seen by the teams who use that. It actually fosters a lot more collaboration across those teams. I feel obligated to talk to our listeners for a second here and say, look, obviously we have a relationship with HubSpot. Obviously, Kieran is biased because he works at HubSpot. We're not trying to sell HubSpot. The reason why I want to talk about this is the understanding of what HubSpot is fundamentally so we can talk about how they think about their customers and then how they approach them. And so what I'm hearing from you, Kieran, is HubSpot, you are a SMB growth stage targeted company. 
B2B SaaS, you work on a freemium model. And the goal here is to get people in through some of these trial products, something as low barrier to entry as an email signature creator. We use HubSpot to create our email signatures all the way through these sophisticated enterprise tools. So talk to me about some of the marketing strategies that you think about. What are the ways that you attract leads? Talk to me about how you think about nurture. What does your funnel look like? The fascinating thing about HubSpot is we have this kind of bimodal go-to-market. So we have large companies like ClassPass. And the way ClassPass will adopt HubSpot and use HubSpot, they're a large company. We have a real complex platform that helps enterprise companies be successful. The way that they adopt software can be different than the way small companies adopt HubSpot. If you're a small company, you may want to start as a free user, start to use those free products. And then as your company becomes more successful, you need more sophisticated features. And the cool thing about HubSpot is you can upgrade. So I think the way that HubSpot acquires customers can be different depending upon the size. A lot of our customers come in either through the free products. A lot of our customers start with free and that is kind of whether you're a small company and you want to use those free features to start to grow your company or whether you're a large company who want to use those free features to try to demo the product. That's where a lot of our customers start. Right. So I understand that's the purpose of the freemium model, but you have to do your advertising. Obviously, you're using content. We'll talk about content and podcasts and where that fits in. But broadly, when you think about your marketing mix, how does HubSpot do such a good job of building its brand awareness and then filling its funnel? Historically, B2B marketing was small niche marketing to an audience of decision makers through kind of content that tried to appeal to their logic. Here is these features. It's a logical decision to buy our product. We're going to market that through sales calls, outbound emails, like all of these different ways that I can get these features in front of you. The kind of insight that HubSpot had was with the growth of the internet, people would want to start to take more control of that research process and probably want to educate themselves. So historically, what HubSpot did was create a large content offering that helped to educate people, whether you were trying to educate yourself in problems that helped solve problems within your career or started to unblock those problems through software. So inherently, we have gone to market through bottoms-up content. If you think about pre that, we were kind of doing top-down content, like content to decision makers people who bought the product. I think the difference with HubSpot and this kind of inbound marketing was we started to create bottoms-up content that created content for people who not just bought the product, were actually using the product. So you were the marketing practitioner versus the CMO. And we try to create content for all those people. So to begin with, the kind of first phase of HubSpot, a lot of our demand came through content, like people consuming content, downloading content, and that's how they started to use our products. The evolution of that for us is, well, we have this bottoms up content. We have all of these people who are using or who are getting value from our content. We have some of those people whose companies decide to use HubSpot and they start to use the product, but it's still hard for them to get started with our products. Like you have to have the company decide to adopt that product. You have to pay for that product immediately. There's only paid versions of that. So the evolution for us, the natural evolution was into kind of free so how we acquire free is through search, people either looking for the product, we do some paid, freemium actually maps quite well to paid. We have partnerships that we do to actually expose our product within their ecosystem. So a really good example is WordPress. So today our mix is a lot of content, a lot through this publishing model, a lot of people who search for products and different free features and different features of our product find us. We have some amount of paid, and then we have some ways that we build into different ecosystems to expose our products. Yeah, what's interesting to me when I hear B2B marketing, I generally think of outbound. 
sales teams, direct emails. Honestly, it's how we got in touch with HubSpot and ended up being a member of the podcast network was I sent an email to your boss that was part of a drip campaign. Honestly, I didn't even realize I had sent it. Don't tell Kip or anybody. I guess it's public now, but it was part (laughs) of our drip campaign. And honestly, I would have filtered Kip out had I looked at that week's sending and I just skipped it. And we accidentally emailed the CMO of HubSpot and he said, great, we've got a podcast podcast network. B2B marketing outbound. Is that something that you rely on or is it all just replacing that with sort of this bottom-up content approach? Our version of outbound is marketing to our own database that we own. So we inherently think that it's more advantageous to own the audience versus rent the audience. So when we talk about outbound internally, that's how do we actually create those kind of emails to people who are already in our database. So our database is full of people who are using our free products and people who are downloading our content. And so that would be our version of outbound email. We don't do the traditional outbound, which is like drip emails to companies that we haven't interacted with in some way. And I think that's the value of trying to create things that attract people to you. That doesn't mean the thing that you did is wrong. It's just that the way that we go to market is inherently try to create things of value, get people to use those things, and then kind of interact with them when they're in our database or within our ecosystem. Yeah, you know, I think that your business model dictates what your marketing strategy should be. And your marketing strategies and your business model are dictated by who the customers you're trying to reach. And so it's interesting to hear HubSpot's approach and how you've always been a content centric business. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that tomorrow and what content's role is for HubSpot. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Kieran Flanagan, the Senior Vice President of Marketing at HubSpot for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Kieran and HubSpot's tips for marketing success, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when Kieran and I discuss content's role in marketing at HubSpot. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Kieran, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is searchbrat, S-E-A-R-C-H-B-R-A-T. Or you could visit his personal website, which is kieranflanagan.io. That's K-I-E-R-A-N-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N.io. Of course, you could visit his company's website. It's hubspot.com. Or if you're interested in learning about the HubSpot Podcast Network, you can go to hubspot.com slash podcast network. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production.
Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.